Okay, team, to celebrate the start of season three of Release the Clowns, we've got a special guest star. Yes, he's an actor, writer, producer, director, talking book legend, a great friend of mine, and the man who plays the chief Dalek in TV's Doctor Who, the one and only Barnaby Edwards. Uh, Hi, hello. Wow, you've even come in your Dalek outfit. Well, I, I thought it would add a bit of authenticity. Oh, Okay, so what we'll do is improvise a little scene for the top of the show, which culminates in you, Barney, saying, release the clowns in your Dalek voice. Sorry, there is just one thing. What? I, I don't do the voice. What? I don't do the voice. Someone else does that. So what do you do? I drive the Dalek. I'm Dalek operator, not Dalek voice. Oh, why didn't you say that before you got here? That's ridiculous. What's the point of your Hey, hey, it's not that easy, you know. You try conveying emotion with just a giant whisk and a sink plunger. Oh, look at you. Have like a mister. Things got tabs on himself. Conveying emotion. Okay, okay, let's all stay calm here. Remember, Barnaby is our guest. Seriously, though, are you sure you can't give the voice a go? Unfortunately, my exquisite vocal timbre, precision and delivery are perfect for Shakespeare and audiobooks, but rubbish for impersonating Daleks. I'm sorry. Well, I don't know what we're going to do now. That's ruined the front end of the show. At least I came in costume. Oh, yeah. Not much good on a radio show. Sorry. Do you still want me to say, release the clowns? (sighs) All right, but it won't be as good... Release the clowns. Nah, that was rubbish. Ah, Mr. Banksy, thank you for meeting with me. A man hogtied me, put a bag over my head, and threw me into the back of a van. Yes, that was my assistant, Mongo. He can be on the enthusiastic side. I once saw him insert an entire homeless man into an owl. What an office Christmas party that was. So what is your real name, by the way? Bojangles Touch Pudding. Banksy it is. Now, Banksy, I understand that you've got this persona. You're hip or fresh or lemon-scented or whatever it is the young people say these days. But you're a wealthy man. You understand that we here at Splish and Gigglesworth are simple businessmen, just trying to make an honest billion or fifteen. I know who you are. You're arms dealers, merchants of death and misery. Yes. But that's the kind of image we're looking to get away from. That's why we'd like to commission you to throw up a few of your famous drawings showing us in a more appealing and less factually accurate light. People admire your vandalism. Politically charged street art. Whatever. Either way, we'd like to use that. You do realise I've helped people who protest companies like yours? Banksy. Loyalty is like my son's dog after it fell into my wood chipper. Very fluid. All we're asking for is a few images, less the horrors of war, more fun with guns. 
A young boy unwrapping an M240 7.62mm machine gun under the Christmas tree. An old woman having a Starstreak surface-to-air missile system installed in her council flat. Perhaps while enjoying a bourbon biscuit. That's awful. Hmm. So you're thinking maybe a custard cream? Anyway, come on. Name your price. My integrity is not for sale. Besides, I could nip outside now and draw Chairman Mao eating rainbows out of a clown hat on the wall of this building and somebody would offer me 300 grand for it. There must be something you want. A new pack of crayons? I've got one right here. There are three different shades of orange. You don't know much about art, do you, Mr. Splish? No, but I know what I like and I make sure my wife never finds out about it. Besides, I don't get paid to have an imagination. <sighs> Very well. I was hoping it wouldn't come to this, but if you don't do as we ask, then I'm afraid I'm going to have to reveal your identity to the world. Mr. Touch Pudding. I see. Ow! 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 Oh dear! Blimey, these things are handy. Mr. Splish! No sudden moves, Mongo. As you can see, I've got a gun, and Mr. Splish has met with an untimely accident. Now, how much does he pay you? Uh... Whatever it is, I'll double it. So, can you make Mr. Splish disappear? No problem. I'll just get an owl. That's why Mum's released the clowns. And now we return to tonight's performance of The Sound of Music by the choir of the National Association of Narcissists. Doe a deer, a female deer, ray a drop of golden sun. Me, a name I call myself. Me, 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 me. 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 Me, 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 me. Me, 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 Release the clowns. <laughs> and as climate change demonstrations bring central London to a halt yet again, we go over to Jan Davies on the scene. Thanks, Peter. As you can see, environmental activists have taken over Parliament Square for the fifth day running and are demanding the resignation of the Secretary of State for Nuclear Energy. Could you say that again, please, Jan? Uh, but this time, so that we can understand it. Sorry, Peter. Must be a bad line. Environmental activists are... Environmental, Jan. There's no such thing as an environment. Uh, yes, of course. Um, they've taken over Parliament Square. Parliament, not Parliament. For the fifth... Fifth? Um, 
day running and they want the Secretary of State... Secretary of State? Is that the person who goes around Parliament with a pair of secateurs? Uh, no. No, no it isn't. I presume that the person you're trying to tell us about, and this is just a wild stab in the dark with my secateurs, is the Secretary of State. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, sorry. <laughs> and which department is he the Secretary of State for? And please think about this one before you say it. The Secretary of State for Nuclear... Nuclear! Nuclear! It relates to a nucleus. Nuclear, indeed. So, now we know that they're in Parliament Square for the fifth day and want the Secretary of State for Nuclear Energy to resign, what are they doing and why? Uh... Uh, uh, well, um, they are protesting because the ice in the Arctic is melting. They're worried about a truck full of ice? What? No. Well, that's what you just said. Ice in the Arctic. We can only presume that you're talking about an articulated lorry. No, the Arctic. Like the Antarctic? Oh, I see. That'll be a truck driven by an ant. No, the place with the polar bears. Oh, you mean the Arctic. Well, why didn't you say so? <sighs> I thought I did. Right, pull yourself together. What are the protesters doing? Uh, um, anything mischievous that is liable to cause maximum chaos. Some have duct taped themselves to lampposts, irregardless of the danger, all ostensibly to leave the government floundering on the rocks. Unbelievable. That is unbelievable. Yes, Peter. The protesters... Not the protesters. Your last statement. That's what's unbelievable. Do you realise that over a quarter of the words were literally nonsense? Oh, no. Oh, yes. One might think you were being mischievous when you said mischievous. Because clearly that would be liable, not liable, to cause chaos to our comprehension. I think you'll find that regardless of the danger and to ostensibly leave the government foundering on the rocks, protesters have duct-taped themselves to lampposts. Uh, yeah, yes, I think so. Well, it's either that or they've filled Parliament Square with a type of flatfish and have flouted every law on animal cruelty by making sticky tape out of ducks. No, no, it's not like that. OK, Jan, two more questions. What's that coffee that comes in tiny cups? Espresso. And what's the second month of the year? F February. Wrong. And wrong. Thank you, Jan Davis, for murdering the English language on live TV. Thanks. Shut up and go away, Jan. Right. And now... Oh, crap. Now we've got the sport. <laughs> Release the clowns. And so, lining up for the 110 metres hurdles semi-final, in lane one, the Spaniard Carlos Dominguez. Next to him, in lane two, it's Krigeren. Or is that Krigeren? Anyway, he comes from Finland. There's Darren Fisher from Great Britain in lane three. And, oh, they're moving up to the blocks now. In lane four, there's um, uh, someone else. That's lane four. Ah, yes, Britt Bishop, that's it, there, from, from Canada. Should have guessed it from the maple leaf. Sometimes it's quite difficult to see, though, especially when... Oh, and they're off with um, uh, the, the other Brisbane, uh, Fethaston, Fe 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 
uh, coming up, but he's well whether there's a German, Miller. Yes, Miller with Fridgeron uh, nearly um, behind, and he's gone past. And, and Patterson, Patterson, and another American. Well, he, there's a bit, and it's all, oh, it's all over. Uh, well, that must have been a photo finish. <laughs> yes, in fact, as we can see from the replay, the, the tall American... Um, uh, uh, Eddie Martin won easily by one and a half metres and what's his name the, the German Miller well he, he came second third was a British guy always wears a blue sweatshirt no no not Fev Fev, uh, Fev not that one uh, the other one it's on the tip of my tongue I, I mentioned just now um, rhymes with um, Fisher my wife oh, oh god come on oh Fisher Fisher that's it which I think is not at all bad considering the fact that um He's probably a bit tired from running uh, yesterday. And, well, anyway, it's not really fair because they are actually better than him. And so he did brilliantly considering. And, uh, uh, but back to the studio. Release the clowns. Welcome back to Celebrities Are Better Than You. Before the break, we threw Shag Island's Brandy Smith into the deep end of advanced brain surgery. Now, she's only got 48 hours to learn a technique that it took Chief Surgeon Sir William Hampton 20 years to perfect. Now, our patient is Stephen Andrews, Professor of Classics at Trinity College, Cambridge, and he has a benign tumour. <laughs> Probably got it from thinking too much, stupid egghead. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you, Brandy. Um, the tumour is located here in the parietal lobe. Uh, fortunately, it isn't buried too deep, so it should be fairly straightforward to remove. Yeah, whatever. Let's get on with it. Um, it's fine if you need more time to practice, Brandy. It's all right, Billy boy. I'll pick it up. I'm very good with my hands. Just look how I've done my nails. Yes, lovely. Uh, but seriously, we can delay up to a month to get you up to speed. A month? I'm not hanging around this gloomy dump for a month. I'm on a bikini shoot in Ibiza next week. Two days later, and after extensive training on watermelons, Brandy is ready for the op. So we've administered the local anaesthetic. Uh, can you feel when I press here, Professor? Uh, no, nothing at all. What? He'll be awake while I'm digging around in his brain? Uh, yes, Brandy. In, in these procedures, talking to the patient can be vital. Oh, that's disgusting! Right. Uh, now I'll just cut through the skull. Oh, oh no. Oh, my... Oh. oh, thank God that's over. I thought I was going to puke. And now I lift this section of skull away. Oh. Oh, oh, here comes that donor I had for lunch. Gently slice through and peel back the protective membrane. Excellent. The tumour is clearly visible. So, Brandy, it's now up to you to carefully cut it out. OK, Min. Uh, nurse, could you wipe the vomit off her chin, please? Uh, don't want it dripping into the patient. How are you doing, Professor? Uh, fine. Are you sure this is safe? Don't you worry, my lover. On Shag Island, I managed to win a game of Operation when I had the trots and ten tequila slammers in me. So if you could talk about something familiar to you, Professor, that would be helpful. 
Oh, all right. I feel that the Roman Emperor Commodus is someone whom Hollywood has very much maligned down the years. Okay, Brandy, take the scalpel and carefully cut right here. Right, okay, no props. Um, light there? Yes, yes, yes. Carefully, carefully. No, 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 not like that. When he dressed up as a pumpkin and ordered hamsters to invade Britain. Oh, that's not good. I got it out. What more do you want? Hum flum jum, lorum ipsum dollar sit amid Nero's panties. Oh, right, nurse, prep him for a general. I'm, I'm going to have to go in and see what I can save. Right, job done. I'm off to a club. How do you feel, my love? I do pee pee. Great! <laughs> Dirty bastard. Right, laters! Yes, with just a few days training, Brandy has successfully completed her first major up. Join us next week when Danny Dyer attempts nuclear fusion in his sink. And remember, celebrities are better than you. Come here, boy. Yes, sir. What have you just done? I've released the clowns, sir. Diomedes, here's your table. And are you expecting company tonight? Certainly, Helena. I am to dine with the heroes of the day who did great deeds in our victory over the Trojans. Ha! Here's the first of them now. Well met, great Ajax. Your bravery on the field of battle was terrible to behold. Hail, mighty Diomedes! Your feats of arms this day shall live in story and song through the ages. And yonder comes valiant Achilles! Ah, Achilles, surely the greatest of us all. Come, sit and feast with us on great hunks of meat, newly hewn from the flame-cooked carcass. Why, Diomedes and Ajax, I would here tell of your acts of peerless heroism while consuming massive portions of fresh roasted meat secured on my knife. <laughs> well met! Let us dine then as heroes do! Tearing at these oversized chunks of hot flesh while they rest upon our blades and use no other utensil! Ah! Mighty lords, your crudely torn lumps of barbecued animal muscle await. <laughs> <laughs> The broiling fat drips down my chin and chest as I attempt unsuccessfully to shove this vast repast into my cake hole. My mouth is too small, so I merely flap the flaming snack against my blistering lips. <laughs> Help me! Here now, Achilles, do not force the giant nugget down your throat in one go, for it may be your doom. He always does that. It's his whatchamacallit, thing that always defeats him sort of thing. There'll be a proper name for that one day, mark my words. Enough of this, brother, and back to the matter at hand. How are we to consume our heroic slabs of meat? What you want is to hold the meat still and cut it into smaller pieces with your knives. Ah! 
A splendid plan! Let us grab this fiery meat so that it may be sliced! <laughs> <laughs> oh, it burns! Oh, it seals my flesh as if I were myself the fatted beast! Not with your hands, you plums! <laughs> but with what else? What manner of implement could serve us so? Yes, what indeed, my Poseidon's three-pronged trident. It's funny you should say that. Ow, God, damn these blasted peas! Stop. Look, I made these. They've got three points, like a trident. You hold the meat down like this. Then cut it with your knife like this. And you can eat your peas with it too. A revelation. Ingenious. Just one thing, Helena. What is it, Master Diomedes? About this soup. No wonder this war took ten years. Release the Clown starred Phil Whelan, Barnaby Edwards, Casper Michaels, Barnaby Edwards, Gemma Layton, Barnaby Edwards, Dan Willis, Barnaby Edwards, Phil Nice, Barnaby Edwards, Alex Marion, Barnaby Edwards, Karen Morden, Barnaby Edwards, Nick Hildred, Barnaby Edwards, Holly Meachin, Barnaby Edwards, Martin Hyder, Barnaby Edwards, Marco Chu, Barnaby Edwards, and yes, Barnaby Edwards. It was written by Alex Marion, Nick Hildred, Alex DeGrucci, and Phil Nice. The social media leviathan is Dan Willis, and the show is produced by Nick Hildred and Alex Marion. Now, as you may know, this show is the start of season three. Yes, we've been podcasting this silly nonsense for two whole years. And although we have fun making the show, there really wouldn't be much point in doing it if we didn't have an audience. So we'd like to say a very big thank you to all of you guys out there in podcast land who tune into the show. And give an extra big hug to these loyal fans. Kayla Shenanapans, Max Boiso, Mr Ostrich and Simon Gilroy. We salute you. See you in two. Exterminate every last motherfucking one of them.